This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I'm your host, Blair Angulo. Thanks for tuning in. It is Thursday, August 19th, and we're getting closer and closer to the early signing period in mid-December. Four months to go until prospects in the 2022 class put pen to paper, and we're tracking all the twists and turns right here on this podcast. So if you like the show, please rate and review us and throw us those five stars. On this episode, we're going to focus on a handful of recruits that rank inside the top 100 per the 24-7 sports composite. Eni White, Jay Sean Barham, Andre Green Jr., George Petaway, and we're hitting the East Coast to chat with national recruiting analyst Brian Doan, who, according to sources close to the situation but unauthorized to speak publicly on the matter, has yet to recover from his Gold Cup celebrations. Brian, what is happening? First of all, it's good to be back. I thought you forgot my phone number. For me, man, the U.S. wins the Gold Cup. I don't hear anything from you. And then you had this build, big buildup and we're getting ready for the season to start and then the march towards signing day. And all I can think in my mind is the march toward World Cup qualifiers, you know, in September. And so I was hearing kind of different things, but all is good. I guess we'll, hey, let's talk both football. Let's do it. You know, and I don't know if you heard, but I was on vacation for a little while. So that's why it's I hard was, for me I was, to tell when you're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I was detached from my phone. I wasn't sending any messages. But I was watching some of that Gold Cup action and thinking about you and your aspirations to to put, possibly get out to Qatar and, and watch some games. You know, um, it's not Qatar. I I, I do want to get to a qualifier though somewhere. I'm, I'm kind of I need to get back to see the U.S. men's national. How team. about the Azteca in March? Yeah, I mean, I don't see myself going there, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right, Brian. So let's start with Eni White. He's one of the premier defensive prospects in the country. You were able to catch up with him recently. What's the latest on his recruitment? As like we mentioned, we're about four months away from the early signing period. So things are beginning to fall into place for some of these top recruits. They are. And Eni White is a kid that made you know, four official visits. And so he only has one left, but you know, it's a really interesting situation. First of all, he's our number one edge guy, number six national on the 24 seven sports rankings. Right now he's looking at Georgia, Alabama, Ohio state, and Texas A&M. He has visited officially Georgia, Bama, Ohio state, took an unofficial to Texas A&M. You know, he also took an official to Florida. Florida's not in the mix anymore. So he has one official left. He's talking a little bit about making one to Oregon, which if he does, you know, it would be a great job of Oregon to get Oregon to get him out there. I, I don't know. You know, well, right now that is not a school on on his mind a lot. But the one to really keep an eye on, or really that's intriguing, if he does not officially visit Texas A and M, does he officially visit Clemson? Clemson has been lurking with an eye white 
for the past year. And every time he trims a list or every time he talks recruiting, you know, he, he, he doesn't visit there. He hasn't made a visit there, but Clemson continues to come up and, and he brought him up to me again when I was with him in Philadelphia last week. And so that's something to look at for me, you know, it could go anywhere. It can go Ohio state who was recruiting, you know, Ohio state wants him to play solely with his hand on the ground. The other ones are kind of the edge guy where he can drop into coverage and also get up the field. But Ohio State offers put your hand on the ground and obviously they sell, you know, the Bosa kids and to be developed with them. Listen, I could sit here and make an argument for Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, or Texas A&M. Bama, I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. It is a rarity that Bama comes up to the Northeast to get a kid and does not get him. A rarity. Now, A&M, who had some success in Philadelphia in the last class with getting some kids, has Elijah Robinson recruiting an eye white. Elijah's from Camden, New Jersey, which if you're a good swimmer, you can get from Philadelphia to Camden in maybe five minutes, ah, 10 minutes at that part of the Delaware River. I mean, it's literally right across the river. So there's that, you know, that sits there too. He likes Georgia a lot and how he would be using the defense there. And, you know, for me, it's going to be really interesting to see what unofficial visits he makes, what schools he goes to, because Imitep usually plays on Fridays. They also play a lot of like Friday, maybe, you know, four o'clock games in Philadelphia. So it gives you a little bit more time for an unofficial visit during the season. And he will make an official visit at some point. And let's just see where, where that is too. For me, I think it'll be to A&M, but if it's to Clemson, I think that could change his whole recruitment. Definitely one to watch. Inai White, a top 50 prospect nationally per the composite number three edge player. And according to 24-7 Sports, he's a top 10 player in the country and the number one edge rusher in the country, 6'5", 230 out of Philadelphia. Another primetime defender from your neck of the woods, Brian, is, is Jay Sean Barham. You're able to catch up with him as well earlier this week. Uh, a rarity, right? You were mentioning to me off air that he, he's one of those players that doesn't really do uh, interviews, doesn't kind of live up to a, a lot of the, the, I guess, perceptions that you would have about recruits, you know, talking to media and talking about his favorite schools and this and that. But he's a player that, that did mention he wants to take a, a big visit during the season. I saw Deshaun Barnum plays at Baltimore St. Francis. That's where he's from. I saw him scrimmage on Tuesday, and he mentioned, you know, everybody knew about Penn State and Maryland and even South Carolina. He was able to get to those schools in the summer and check them out. But the one that surprised me was when he mentioned that he's planning on taking an official visit to Florida during the season. Now, he has not made official visits, so he can take as many as he, you know, he's got five, right? And he said some other schools could also get into the mix. Really, first of all, watching him play, you know, we have him as what the number six linebacker, number 60 prospect in the country. And I'm excited to see like when some of his tape from his senior year starts getting out what people think because he was very limited with tape in the spring and watching him scrimmage he is one of those oh my goodness players like when you watch him it oh holy cow he, he's sensational coming off the edge can, can get off blocks and you know makes plays in traffic just just so many things well you could put him to edge you could probably bulk him up and put his hand on the ground you could play him at middle linebacker there, there's so many different things you can do with him but like you mentioned, he is a quiet kid when it comes to interviews. And, you know, in talking to him, and I've interviewed him a few times, he, he's great. I mean, you know, well thought and just a fun kid to talk to, but he doesn't get caught up in 
I don't want to say all the hype. He doesn't get caught up in any of the hype. He just wants to play football, you know, be a kid, go to school and do stuff like that and, and kind of make his decision on where he's going to go to college. But it, it, I enjoyed speaking with him and kind of getting a feel for what he's thinking as his recruitment moves forward. I could see him, look, it's easy for him to get to a Maryland game. It's, you know, 30 minutes down the road for him. Penn State's a few hours. I could see him getting there. And he's got a good friend at South Carolina uh, and a former teammate, Marshawn Lloyd, the running back. And, and they both played together at DeMatha um, in, in Hydesville, Maryland. You know, early, you know, that's where that's where Jay Sean started his high school career. So for me, I'm curious to see what he does visit-wise and I'm really curious to see how he develops as a senior and kind of if other schools decide, hey, we may try to get involved in this one just because I, I think he's that talented. And when you miss a whole junior season, you don't have it and you're not out there making visits and you're not active on social media. I think some schools sometimes could forget about you a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say he's one of those players that you look at and and hasn't taken official visits. So it's a bit of a clean slate, right? Like it's a it's a canvas that has yet to be painted on. And so when coaches are trying to maneuver and and maybe situate themselves on that official visit list, um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they position themselves, right? If, if Let's say a South Carolina or a Penn State or even a Florida or one of those schools that is high up on his list is trying to fight, figure out how many visits he's going to take. I always try to follow the visits and check to see, all right, who's, who's angling for that final official visit? If they feel like they can have a shot at the end to make the final impression before he makes a decision. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Jay Sean Barham does. you feel like he takes all five officials or you think he'll take a, a, just a few? Oh, I can see him taking only to the school he commits to. I, I don't I don't see him taking five unless he decides he's going to sign in February because now you got to remember, he, he has visited Penn State, Maryland, South Carolina unofficially. So he did get a, a feel for those schools. And, and he's a kid that, you know, everybody I talked to around him was, was saying, hey, I don't know if he's going to leave home. He's going to stay pretty close. And, and that would be Penn State and Maryland. And he told me, look, he'll go anywhere he needs to go. So if that's the case, then it opens up for some others. But listen, he plays at St. Francis, OK, which plays a national schedule. They'll play some Friday games and some Saturday games. It's going to be hard for him to make five visits. I mean, he could do it because their season will probably be over, you know, geez, probably mid, mid to late November, I think it is. But for me, it's going to be really hard for him to get in all these trips if he wants to make it because, you know, you're, you're talking about games in, you know, he, he's playing at De La Salle out in California. They open the season down in Florida, St. Thomas Aquinas, you know, so you know, they finished the year at, at IMG. So it's hard to, you know, if you're going to play a Friday game, do you then get on a flight and go somewhere else while your team goes home? So it, it, it's going to take some creative scheduling for him to get a bunch of officials in, but I could definitely see some unofficials. Jay Sean Barham, one to follow here in the next months to come as we charge towards the early signing period in mid-December. We are joined by Brian Doan. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at BrianDoan247. Let's move on to the state of Virginia, Brian. Wide receiver Andre Green Jr. has a top six. Georgia, Clemson, North Carolina, LSU, Oregon, and Penn State. What is next for Andre Green Jr.? Oh yeah, well, more visits, right? More visits. <laughs> what a side that what a side that was. I mean, well, I mean, it's more he, he's taken a lot of visits. He's taken three officials. He's been to Georgia, North Carolina, and Oregon on official visits. Clemson, 
Penn State, LSU. You know, even in in late July, he, he made several trips just to check out schools on unofficial visits. You know, he had a very ambitious June visit schedule in which, you know, I think it started at Oklahoma. A&M was involved with it. So for me, I, I think that's where it starts, right, is can he get these other visits scheduled? He was supposed to go to Notre Dame on October 2nd for an official. Well, Notre Dame didn't make his top list, so obviously he's not making that trip. So you have two left. Does he go to Clemson, which is talking to him a lot about an official visit? Does he go back to Penn State for an official where Penn State would love, love, love to get him there for their whiteout game? But now you're talking about schedule conflicts and stuff like that. His school, they play some Saturday games. LSU is also involved and he he loves the idea of playing in that atmosphere. And, you know, we know what the receivers did a few years ago from that program. So I I think what's going to happen is he's going to make some more visits. I I see him probably going down to North Carolina for unofficial at some point during this. It's the closest school. It's, you know, two and a half, three hours from where he plays in Richmond, Virginia. But he's going to go through more visits and he wants to get at least one more official in and, and probably two in. And he is in no hurry to make a decision. The family is very deliberate with what they want to do with visits and mapping things out and making sure it's a place that fits him academically and football-wise. You know, He goes to St. Christopher's, which is a very good academic place too. So the major will play some kind of role, but more so it's more about job placement after right and what kind of connections you make that's going to be a big thing and you know i I think right now north carolina and clemson are are the schools that everybody's chasing but one thing his recruitment has taught us in the last year is there can be a lot of twists and turns with it and they may be the programs in the best shape right now but it doesn't mean that they're going to be in the best shape in three months a methodical approach for one of the best receivers in the country, a top 10 pass catcher, Andre Green Jr. from the state of Virginia. Staying in the state of Virginia, Brian, before we wrap up, George Petaway, a premier running back, also has a top list. It consists of four schools. It's Florida, North Carolina, Oregon, and Penn State. What's the word on George Petaway? <laughs> well, you know, he's from Virginia. North Carolina recruits well in Virginia. They're doing really well with Petaway as well, and he's our number eight running back, I think number 20, uh, 120 overall in the 24-7 sports rankings. But yeah, it's, it's going to be more visits. He wants to get out to Oregon. That is one thing he really wants to do is, is check out Oregon. Again, it's, I mean, Blair, you know, with kids, it, it's tough for them to go to school across the country. It takes a special kind of kid to be able to do that well it wasn't tough last year remember they were doing zoom visits and virtual meetings so this extra layer that we have in this cycle is bringing back memories right where there's so many twists and turns there's different approaches by schools there's different approaches by recruits now they're able to hit the road and really take a look at some of these schools so i think that's why i i I could keep emphasizing these next four months are going to be really interesting and and obviously george petaway is one of those players that is still kind of trying to figure everything out yeah he is and you know he's trying to fit in a visit to oregon which he's talking about either the first one of the first two home games out there and you know as somebody that lived on the west coast and, and has been to oregon a few times it's get there it's not the easiest to get to right and so you're talking about other schools that are that are much closer to him that are theoretically within driving distance he really 
you know, when you look at Florida and Florida's been involved with a lot of kids from the Northeast, you know, you want to see him close a little bit if you're a Florida fan on some of these kids, but he loves the running backs coach there. Greg Knox just absolutely loves him and, and raves about him. Penn State, again, is in the top four, but they already have two running backs committed in Nicholas Singleton, who's a top 50 player for us, and Katron Allen, who's a four-star running back. Can you take a third running back? Oof. I mean, that's hard to do. And and I know George told me, hey, listen, I'm staying in contact. I like running backs coach Juwan Sider. I like Penn State a lot. And you don't know what's going to happen between now and signing day if something opens up or not. So, you know, for me, I'm looking at it and I'm saying right now it's a North Carolina kind of Florida battle. Now, if he gets out to Oregon on that official visit and loves it and finds out distance isn't a big deal and sees the fit in the offense is something that he can really excel at, then then I'll put Oregon further up on the list and, and, and give him a, a real chance in that one. But until he gets to campus, for me, given Penn State's running back situation, right now it's a Florida-North Carolina battle. And one thing I've learned with Mac Brown the last few years, he's not losing those local battles in Virginia. Yeah, let's not discount what Mac Brown has been able to do in this new era of recruiting and a lot of really good info there, not only on George Petaway, but also Eni White, Jay Sean Barham, and Andre Green Jr. You can follow Brian on Twitter at BrianDone247 for all the latest on those prospects and many, many others as we charge towards that early signing period date in mid-December. You could also tweet at Brian Doan as, as to why he should book his flight right now for Mexico City <laughs> in March. I would enjoy that. That would be fun, Blair. We should meet there. Think of all the taco stands that we can go to, maybe a little, uh, you know, wrestling Lucha Libre, and then cap it off with a nice little night at the Azteca to watch the U.S. men's national team against Mexico for a spot in Qatar. I mean, have I, have I been able to sell this more? No, no, it sounds, everything there sounds absolutely fantastic because one thing I do know is after, you know, going through a pandemic and not going out a lot, one thing I really need to do is eat more food and gain more weight to be more out of shape in the altitude of Mexico City. So that's a, that's a good point. That's a good call by you. Hey, I only bring the good calls. <laughs> Brian Doe, thank you so much for, for joining us. Can't wait to do it again. Thanks, Blair. All right, that is Brian Doan. Remember, stay locked into 247sports.com for all the latest buzz and recruiting scoop on your favorite college football team. For Brian Doan, I am Blair Angulo. Thanks for listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast, and have a great weekend, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.